Hello and welcome to Credit Conversations with Savaskia. Changing generations by increasing credit scores one point at a time, where we are providing education, inspiration, restoration. You will hear future topics like credit and debt elimination, credit and asset building, building generational wealth, credit and financial literacy, credit and dating. So get ready and let's have a conversation with Savaskia now. Welcome to Credit Conversations, podcast number three with Savaskia. I'm so glad to be back with you today. Happy holidays. We are almost at the end of this year, about to bring it to a close. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas holiday and getting prepared as we could begin to close this year. Oh, it's been amazing, hasn't it? It has truly been amazing. I had so much of a good time with my family, celebrating Christmas, eating, feeling pretty fat right now. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know you do. But listen, I want to bring this this, uh, season to a close this year. And I want to talk to you today about getting financially lit to be fit. Getting financially lit to be fit. Yes. You know, financial literacy is the ability to understand and effectively implement personal financial management. Some of those things could be budgeting, uh, learning how to invest, right? And understand that, you know, cryptocurrency is on the rise. It's coming. You know, learning how to to do stocks, all of those, all of those things are important. You know, it's not a one-time event that, that when you're working on your credit, but it's important. You know, financial literacy is, it's being committed. It's like a lifestyle, you know, it's continuous, it's self-directed learning and learning some basic key concepts that I'll be sharing with you. I'm looking forward to this in 2021 on budgeting, on saving, and how to manage and pay off your debts, as well as how to set some investment goals. You know, becoming financially literate, it increases your ability to succeed at many life goals beyond the basics I just mentioned above. You know, you can launch into activities such as saving for college education, retirement planning, high-yield investment activities, you know, but you want to use your debt responsibly, especially, you know, if you're running a business. Many of you are probably planning to start your business the first of the year. Don't you want to be more financially literate? You're going to want to go get you a credit business loan, right? Uh Uh-huh. And so the less vulnerable you are, the less you're not going to be vulnerable to financial and fraud activities. You know, we're about to close this year out, and we want you to have a plan for 2021, getting financially lit to be fit. 
So I want to share with you again soon, very soon, I'm looking at the next two weeks, I'm going to be releasing my Credit Champion Financial Workbook. And included, it's going to have a financial wellness plan that you will be able to use that's going to help you with a lot of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you uh, in this podcast. But, you know, in the meantime, what could you do right now to get ready? So, first thing I would say, make a commitment. Make a commitment, right? Be intentional about getting your finances together, getting your credit together. You know, you can commit yourself to working with a financial coach like myself with experience that can help you implement your personal financial plan. You know, I have a plan of protection that can help you. And I tell you, it's changing lives all across the United States, even in Puerto Rico. And I want to be able to help you with that. But I want you to make an even deeper personal commitment. And that commitment is to have the best FICO credit score possible, right? As I've shared with you in another podcast, over 43 million people have less than a 599 credit score. And, you know, that makes people feel bad. You know, it makes them feel frustrated. It gets all type of anxiety. But it can be resolved. There are solutions that can help you. And so I want you to know that part of our plan is that we can help you remove any of those inaccurate, erroneous items, uh, difficult items through your credit through our credit restoration program. Then I want you to make another commitment as we move forward. I want you to make a commitment to leverage, level up, build wealth, create generational wealth for your family. You know, the good book or the good word always says that we should leave a legacy We should build wealth, and and I'm paraphrasing that, for our children. We should leave something for them. And did you know credit? Credit is one of the ways we build wealth. Yes, I was talking with a gentleman earlier before I got on this podcast, and he was sharing with me that he pays everything by cash. You've heard me say it before. Cash is king, but now credit is king. There was a young man that had uh, invested in seven properties, and he needed to get those properties fixed, but all he had was cash. And so he couldn't go into the bank. He couldn't uh, get financially lit. He couldn't get a business loan because he needed his credit leverage. Credit is going to leverage you. Credit is going to put you on the playing field. Credit is going to put you at the table. And it's going to give you many, many opportunities to build wealth. And I know that because my part of my background is in the lending institution. And I worked with many people, and it was very sad to say no because they hadn't taken that time. But I want you to be able to do that. Number four... 
make a commitment to have multiple streams of income. Listen, there's nothing wrong with real estate investment. There's nothing wrong with starting a business. Nothing wrong with investing. Nothing wrong with taking some of your gifts and talents that you have. You know, you may be good at sewing. You may, you may be good at baking. Actually, I'm happy my granddaughter right now, and I didn't realize how much she loves to cook. And she started getting orders for these um, things she's making. And I'm like, I need to get you some business cards. That's an extra stream of income. Did you know most millionaires have six to seven streams of income? And we're not talking about you uh, quitting your job. We're just saying getting financially lit, right? And then number five, I'd like for you to make another commitment. Would you consider making a commitment to get out of debt, right? A get out of debt plan. You see, the, in the credit industry, we have over trillions of people with a large amount of student loan debt. And I'm hoping through Congress, through this new stimulus plan, future, that we're going to have a plan that's going to deal with some student loan debt. Because the truth of the matter, we can really get our financial lid on if we can get some people to get some student loan forgiveness and get some of this off of our credit profile. That is going to change the trajectory of what can happen in this credit industry. And so I want to continue to educate you through our podcast. I want to share some additional information on how to manage your success so that you can close the year strong. Is there anybody that want to close the year strong? Yes, I believe you do. And I like to do a lot of research, and I like to read articles. So I was reading one of these articles that was taken from Money Mentoring for Women. So it's called a Money uh, Mentoring Moment. So just, just stay with me. If you fail to manage the demands and expectations of your success, you can soon become a spiritual relational, and physical, emotional failure. Mm. I had to think about that and digest that for a minute. Spiritual, relational, physical, and emotional failure? You see, what people don't know, the more successful you become, anybody know what I'm talking about? The more important it will be for you to manage and monitor your priorities. That's it. Many things have tried to pull you this year. And I tell you, for me right now, and I feel like it's tried to pull me in a thousand of directions. And I know some of you saw it difficult to try to prioritize them all. I think about school being closed and suddenly you had to put your children on NTI. So you were trying to navigate. You were a home-based business owner, and you had all this free time, and then suddenly 
you've got one child or you've got five children at home and all of them are on their, their laptop and you're trying to manage this NTI to make sure that they're being successful in school. I know that pulled on you. Some of you are caretakers and you've had to reset your priorities because now you're working from home, right? And you were bringing someone in to come and sit with your loved one. And some of you have had to set priorities, not even being able to see your loved ones, but you had to go shopping for them and making sure they had the food that they needed. 2020 has been a testing year. But I want to share some with you, and I want to follow the example of Jesus. After a long day of healings and meeting the people's need, Jesus took some time to steal away. And he communed with his heavenly father. And that's what we need to take sometimes to get ready for 2021. We need to steal away and commune and get in the presence of our father. Now his disciples, they wanted to interrupt him and urged him to get back to business as usual. And this scripture is in Mark 1, 36 and 38. But Simon and his companions, you know, they went to look for him. When they found him, they began to have a conversation. And they're like, Jesus, everyone is looking for you. Mm-hmm. And Jesus replied, let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. And so like Jesus, we... We've got to be a broken record. What do I mean by that? I have this saying I call, keeping the main thing the main thing. And so when you set your priorities in place, that's basically what you're doing. You're keeping the main thing the main thing. You know, Jesus could have given in to the demands of others, but he knew his priorities. And he was determined to fulfill them, despite the desire of the crowd. So in order for you to manage your success and close this year strong while you're getting financially lit, I want you to put your priorities where they need to be and be determined to fulfill them, despite the desire of the crowd, right? So we got to manage our success. How do we do that? So we got to manage our success by investing in yourself. And you know, some of the things that I've heard, I've learned, sometimes you got to learn to say no. Mm-mm-mm. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Because when you have been introduced to so many layers of education as I have, People call me for everything, right? <laughs> and, you know, you got to say no, and you know how it is. Nobody wants to be the party pooper, right? Uh, but you must learn to say no in order, listen to this, to protect your spiritual, physical, emotional, relational, and financial well-being. 
You know, I had to learn that, but I don't know about you, but I used to be a people pleaser. Anybody have any people pleasers on the line? People pleasers. Didn't want to hurt nobody's feelings, you know. Didn't want nobody mad. You know how it is. I'm doing ministry. I have to say yes, right? Or I made a commitment. And yes, you should keep to your commitments. If you're not used to saying no, it may feel uncomfortable. But I'll tell you, practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. See, you got to learn to guard your time in order to maintain your success. If not, you will find that you will be focusing on everything else except, what did I say earlier? Keep the main thing the main thing. So women, I may have women and men listening, so I may just say for the women, you know, we, we can be very vulnerable to constantly saying yes. And because we're nurturers, you know, that's been put inside of us. And it's not, it's not that it's bad because you're saying yes. But, but see, often we need to learn that we are still worthy of our no's. It's okay to say no. So can I offer you some tips that could possibly help you? Okay. So just keep your response simple. So let's do an illustration. So someone comes up to you and they've asked you, can you speak on next Friday? But you already know you got three things on Friday, right? But it's been so hard for you to say yes. First of all, don't apologize. That's the first thing you want to do. Don't apologize because you're already busy, right? You simply want to say, I'm not available, right? Now, in some cases, buy some time if it's necessary. Simply say, I'll get back with you later. It's okay to compromise. You know, if it's something you really would not mind doing. But what you need to do is you got to set boundaries. Listen, you got to set boundaries with your children sometimes. You love your children. So teach them this lesson because that's going to teach your children how to set boundaries. And so what this causes is if you don't get... Uh, you're spiritually, emotionally, all of this in order, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be out of balance because now you're trying to do everything for everybody. And so let me share with you something that I was reading the other day. These are five things that will let you know that you've come out of balance. Five signs your life may be out of balance. Number one, busyness. Are you always on the go and your house is in disarray? Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself always eating in your car? Oh, yeah. And are you always running late to your meetings? Yeah, that's a sign of busyness right there. Anybody? I Listen, I've been there. I know exactly what you're talking about. And number two, do you have trouble sleeping at night? Stress, number two. And are you always anxious? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the good book, the good word says, be anxious for nothing. 
but do everything through prayer and supplication. You don't have to be anxious. And you don't have to feel, number three, guilt when you're too busy doing things and, and things begin starting to fall from the wayside, right? And then what happens once you get busy, once you get stressful, once you get guilt, then you find yourself into escape. Because business, busyness often leads to seeking ways for you to escape. Mm-hmm. And then if you're escaping, guess what's about to happen? You're about to go through a spiritual deficit. Because now your time with God suffers when you are always on the go. That's what's going to happen. And so I want to help you. I want to help you understand that you can get back on balance. You can get financially lit. And you can be successful. So I want to set you up again uh, for 2021 uh, according to another scripture uh, found in the book of Ephesians 4 and 1, says to live your life worthy of your calling. Whatever God has called you to do, align your priorities. You hear that? It's in the scripture. Priorities around that so that everything else can fall into place. Seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. That's in Matthew 6, 33. So when we seek out God's righteousness, when we take care of God's business, God's going to help us take care of our business, right? So what can I do? So right, right now, as I'm talking to you today, you might be very well saying, Savaskia, you're talking to me. I am just overwhelmed. COVID has overwhelmed me. Stress has overwhelmed me. Everything has just overwhelmed me. I've been overwhelmed by grief. So many things have overwhelmed you in your life, and you feel out of balance. I'm going to give you something that always works for me, and that is pray and ask God for guidance. Yes? See, there's, there's, there's four categories that you need to look at when you're prioritizing yourself and you're asking God for guidance. God, family, work, and self. Self-care. Take care of your health. If you are not in good health, you're going to have trouble managing your priorities. And this is one of the most important things you can do for yourself is health self-care. Prioritizing yourself seems to be the hardest. But take care of yourself and get fit. Exercise, sleep, and time. Oh, let me tell you about time. So about a couple of weeks ago, I dropped my phone in the water and you know what happens when that happens so I had to go purchase another phone and I was blessed uh, by iPhone 12 so what's interesting about this iPhone is that it sets my bedtime for me right and it goes off and it says time to go to bed 
And I have to find myself turning that wheel because I'm not ready to go to bed at 10 o'clock, right? So what am I saying? Set your priority because I found out I need eight hours of sleep. I thought I need, I thought I was good with about six, right? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm good with six. But no, I found out I need eight hours of sleep. So prioritize that. Make sure you have a regular exercise schedule at least three times a week. Make sure you're eating healthy meals. Make sure you're getting enough sleep you need. Take care of your sleep, and it's going to decrease your stress levels. Increase your energy and stamina, and it's going to improve your mental health clarity. All of these things are setting you up for 2021. Your personal relationships, you're going to be happier overall. They can be deeply satisfying, but we often let them suffer. Why? Because we get too busy. Make time with your friends and families. And yes, we can get on FaceTime. Might not be able to see them in person. We can get FaceTime. We can connect them with Zoom and And what are this new thing we're doing? We're doing TikTok. We can do all of those social media platforms. If you're at work at home, make sure you are balancing out your time. Leave your work area and put it out of your mind. Focus on other areas of your life. And I know that might be difficult for some of you. I understand. But, you know, you want to make use of some time management tools. You know, with all the technologies and tools that we have available today, you should be able to even plug into a Google Calendar, right? And so it's so important that you restore your balance by evaluating your time. So I want to give you an assignment that I think that will help you. Are you ready? Take a moment, grab a piece of paper, get a pen or pencil. And I think that this will really uh, help progress you forward uh, to think about how you can restore your balance, you know, how you can be getting financially fit, how you can be positioned for success as we move into 2021. And so I want you to track your time for the next seven days and determine where are you spending your time. Determine your priorities. Set your goals. Make sure they're smart. You have worked hard for yourself to become fit. So don't allow mismanage your time. You can be fit in all areas of your life. Get fit financially and fit in all the areas of your life. So thank you for joining me today on an introduction on credit. I look forward to be back with you again. See you next time. In the meantime, remember, credit is your asset.